0: People are my passion, and this podcast is about just that. Life, love, careers, relationships, the ups, the downs, the funny, and sometimes not so funny things that happen along the way. I think that everyone has a story to tell, and I want to hear it. So join me weekly as I sit down with everyday people from all walks of life to find out what makes them kick. You are listening to Bright Minds with Mom. Welcome back, everyone. I have got Sheetal Patel with me today. Hey girl. Hey. Hey, Ashley. So good Um, to talk to you again. I know it's been a while other. We'll have to do that next. We'll yes, have to meet for lunch. I don't live so
1: far away from you. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so bad about leaving the house to go anywhere.
0: <laughs> I can totally relate to this feeling. Do you know I was actually supposed to do family pictures today? Oh. And there's literally a windstorm going there on is. outside. So they have been canceled. And I also just wanted to say that in case I don't know what I feel like. I'm in my office and I feel like the wind is just whipping through here.
1: So we'll see. We'll see how I know it I went today. to Pilates, and I was like, "Oh my god, this wind! It's it's crazy, right? It's crazy." It's, and shout yeah. out to the
0: photographer because this is the third time we've canceled, or she's, but it was on her. You know, I appreciated that rather than her yeah. making me try to do this with terrible
1: hair. <laughs> oh yeah, today. that would have been. Struggle, especially with little ones, too. So,
0: right? Well, listen, they always look cute. It was myself I was worried about. (laughs) Well, of course, I don't have the good windblown look. Oh, god, I bet you do. (laughs) All right, guys. So, I met Sheetle. I was trying to think about this maybe 12 years ago, 13 years ago, Mm -hmm. when I was playing volleyball with your husband Henry up at Captain Bill's, and then we, of course, got to work on the red dress committee together, which was so lovely. And I yes. also think, I kind of think my kids are now the same age that your kids were when I met them. Probably. Right, like nine and seven. I don't yeah, know. I should have yeah. done some math on that. But.
1: No, no, no. But you're, you're right. right. Right? Isn't that, that crazy? That have been about the right age, you know, oh, 12 years so, ago. So.
0: And I don't know if I've ever told you this because I think mm-hmm. that we don't always dish out compliments when we should, but mm-hmm. I really... um I admired y'all when I met you guys, Stephen and I were newlyweds like that, which is such a fun feeling, you know, like a whole world ahead of you, but I loved, um, I loved watching your family up there. I loved the way he talked about you. I loved your travels and truthfully, I really enjoyed your children. So they would come up to captain or let me back this up for people that don't know captain Bills is (laughs) this, um, bar in Wilmington that has about a dozen outdoor sand volleyball courts. And they, you would get a team together. And it was organized, though. Like, they would give you a ref and different game times. So it was competitive, but it was also just really fun. Like, they'd have a waitress coming around with a bucket of beer. And it was great. just a great Now time. people think I sent my children there. to wash. Oh, gosh. A right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. You know, it is very family-friendly. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Thank you. I know. I'm so sorry. I'm like, it's this bar and these kids were hanging out that way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and buckets of beer. <laughs> oh, but I really, I felt like your kids were just really... Um, well-spoken and so polite and we're always, you know, yes, ma'am. And miss Ashley, just mm-hmm. lovely children. And you guys are just did a, such a great job. And Stephen and I both really looked up to you guys. You were that perfect <laughs> age older
1: and it was oh. you know, the path we
0: were headed. We had just gotten mm-hmm. married and talking about kids and all those fun things.
1: And I just, I, I just wanted you to know that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I take a lot of pride. Uh, Henry and I you both should. did our children that, well, you know, right? they'll, they'll upset you weekly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Um, I feel like we're in this little sweet uh, spot, and I'm always short of like a great spot, you're right? To try to remember spot. that. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's it's going to
1: get tougher, but we are in a very sweet little spot with their ages, and it's so fun, you know? Yes, yes. No, you are. It's, it's a beautiful thing, and um, enjoy every minute of it and spend oh, as much you. time together as you can because that's all we all ever have is well, time. You can <laughs> do, right? I know. Mm-hmm.
0: But, um, yeah. all right. So I know my, my intro to my podcast says that this, this podcast is about life and you know, mm-hmm. what makes us tick, what makes us who we are and all the things along the way that got us there. And so when mm-hmm. I originally reached out to you to be on this, I, I think I said something along the lines of you have such a great love story, but a story of love mm-hmm. and a story of loss, which mm-hmm. sadly has also, I mean, that like, all those things are what shape us, you know, and yeah. to who we are. So, Um, but before we get into that, I really, I didn't know you and Henry before, before you had children. I mean, like Uh I said, I've only met you guys about 12, 13 years ago, but can
1: you give me a little bit of backstory, like what it was like dating in the early marriage years? Um, sure, sure. So Henry and I met at, uh, an Indian wedding where it's like a thousand people or whatnot.
0: Oh, how fun.
1: I know. Um, so he was doing his residency at Emory and I was still in college. We're six years apart, by the way. So. Um, that's, that's important and, to note. Yeah, Then, um, gosh, we dated for a while. Then we got engaged for over a year. Wait, when married. you met him at this
0: wedding, were you like, oh man, this could, this could be
1: it? Um, no, I don't think so. It wasn't like, you know, like I love, love it first, at first sight but, okay. kind of thing. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so, but you know, I kind of knew what I wanted in life, and you know, my number one thing always, and I tell my kids all the time, is intelligence and humor. Um, Well, he certainly had those. Had both. Yes, (laughs) I mean, like I just think you know, the looks and all can come and go, and he had those too. But uh, (laughs) for sure. um, But the intelligence and the humor just keep life fun. And
0: so you know, it seems mm -hmm. so simple, but it's so true. Yeah, but really,
1: that's my two values that I tell my kids, like, you know, that worked for us, you know? Um, Absolutely. But, yeah, so when we first got married, we were living in Atlanta, living paycheck by paycheck and going out till two or three in the morning, even though he was on call (laughs) and stuff. (laughs) But we had a fun time. And then um, after his residency, Henry got accepted to Penn State's cardiology program. Um, So we moved to Chocolate Town, USA. I love it. Yeah. And... I worked at a bank first, but then I met uh, a VP from the non-chocolate division. And so he hired me and created his spot. So I did marketing and PR for all the resorts. I don't know if uh, I knew uh, and that. And restaurants and all that for Hershey. I had an office on West Chocolate Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> this is so cute. <laughs> oh, you have to take your kids. It is the most family-friendly, like the lights are in shapes of Hershey Kisses. Ones Do you know... like. I Silver, have been there, and, and I totally wrapped, agree. Well,
0: like, I grew up yeah. outside of Pittsburgh, and my aunt and oh, uncle lived in oh. Hershey,
1: so I love oh, it. Okay. I've not taken you know. them yet,
0: but I fully intend to.
1: Yeah. So anyway, it was just a beautiful place, and uh, I think we had waited like five years, um, but we had we had fun. We were just beginning to travel, like you know to, I remember our first anniversary cruise, like we had zero money, but we wanted to go somewhere. So we booked a room on this Norwegian cruise and it was literally like above the kitchen and it had bunk beds no window so we put Happy our luggage on top wedding anniversary to us yes gibbs <laughs> on the top bunk <laughs> no our luggage was on the top and we slept in one twin bed on the bottom oh, bunk.
0: you know that's real cute
1: but you know it's one of my favorite
0: memories and you know since then i've been to five star and seven star resorts <laughs> You know what, um, though? and i was going to touch on this later but yeah. something i loved about you guys though is you always had that balance yeah. you know you could you like the yin and the yet you could yeah. do a, a cruise like that but also then have this luxury you know you know you can play at Captain Bills and then be going to Ireland the black on the tie, yeah trip the next. Day. You know, yeah, Black exactly, Tie, exactly.
1: And Henry is the same guy who loved like Burger King, KFC, <laughs> Bojangles, like anything not good for you. A fried Cheese chicken puffs. loving cardiologist. Holy yes, <laughs> and then he can sit down and you know have a Kobe beef, you know steak. Yes, and, I love uh, it. So with X number of marbleizing and who knows. So what
0: about uh-huh. the decision? To ha- was it a decision to have kids? Was it a fun oh, yes. surprise or were you just No, re-ready? no, 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 we
1: knew, uh, you know, and uh, we were at a good spot where he was going to be done in like a year or so. And we also, also had just- Fellowship. Or fellowship with okay. Yeah, because gotcha. cardiology is three years and then he decided he wanted to do electrophysiology, which is oh, two geez. more years. How many yes. years total is this of school? I can't even oh gosh. So let's see, <laughs> 12, college four, 15. med school four, <laughs> residency three, and then five. Like eighteen Holy years? Moly, that's a lot of school. Fifteen years, yeah. Good for y'all. Of just um schooling. But you know, and he was brilliant. You know that. He was bragging. Um, he, Amazing. I still got a text yesterday. It's been almost. It'll be three years in August, of a lady who said, "I was just thinking about how much your husband helped me when I had my brain aneurysm, oh, and wow. how he came to see me every day. And I just wanted to tell you, I wish he was still here, and I miss him. What are I got this text, text get, yesterday. You know? out of the blue, like, on it doesn't
0: surprise me though at all. At the same time, yeah. you know, that's
1: just and it was cool. just Such beautiful because that, I mean, people still think about us or think about him. And I love that they share with me. Yes. Um, And so many people have changed the way they live and try to emulate and say, like, that's the little hashtag is live like H Patel. I love that. Be like H. Patel. Yes. Goals. Yeah, literally. Literally. Like uh, even his own partners, they're like, let's channel Henry and upgrade to first class today (laughs) for our business meeting and have a a bourbon.
0: So you guys have these babies. He's done. He's mm -hmm. um, finished his fellowship. Did I mean, then I can't moved, imagine yeah. how tricky was that managing that hectic schedule with these newborns. And the, the dad, I, saw, I mean, he somehow did it all. He was so hands-on. Was he like, maybe when they were
1: little? He was absolutely always, Henry is the kind of person who never sat around. Like for me, I could sit here for four hours, read a book, drink coffee or wine. <laughs> and he was like always wanting to do something. Like in all his cars, he would change the um, oil for fun. Oh, or the brake pads terrible. because he thinks right. they It's like he had the to- money to do it, but he was going to do it himself. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. And, you know, and we have every tool imaginable. I remember in the beginning, I couldn't even walk through the garage because I'd oh. see all the tools and it would just set me off. And, um, <laughs> but You'd yeah, so. He did love, his love to cars. see what he was going to
0: cruise up the volleyball in that week, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and But after that, uh, we both knew we wanted to live on the East coast and Henry wanted some sort of water element. And so originally our goal was to move to Charlotte, but back then there weren't too many EPs. Uh, so we needed Robinson, you. Yeah. Well, Henry had met prof at a cardiology meeting somewhere and so he convinced him to come out and at least look at the program and the town. And so we ended
0: up here. No, not know that I ever knew that, that that was how he got, ended up getting here.
1: Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah.
0: And oh, Kathy gosh. Gresham recruited us. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Did you, did you work when you were in Wilmington or at this point, did you have both the kids? Oh, no, and-
1: after when I worked all five years while we were in Hershey. And we had Drew like that last year and Hershey was so amazing. They let me work from home. Sometimes I would take him in the baby cradle oh, I love to that. our meetings and yeah. <laughs> you know, people would play with him. He was a good kid. <laughs> um, so, but after we moved here and we had pretty much decided that one of us had to stay home and I said, I'd be happy to stay home. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to support us, I don't know where we'd be today.
0: <laughs> you know what, though? That's so nice that you were able to do that. And I know you ended up yeah. getting back
1: into the travel thing yeah, and, and then, your love for that. Yeah. and Exactly. And after they grew up some, you know, and even then I worked from home. so um,
0: Which was really like ahead of the times so that, you know, now I think it's yeah. so crazy how many people work from home, but that was really not an option for a lot of people. At oh, no. Back, back then, then you know? no. Nobody uh-uh. was doing that.
1: Yeah. So, So, um, all right. So I
0: touched on this earlier, but this is when I was going to, I just kind of was trying to paint a picture of you guys for people that are listening that don't know. And I I think Uh that the whole bat, like, again, your family life, your commitment to your family, Mm
1: -hmm. the,
0: the balancing it all, like careers and being parents and being a, well-known, well-respected physician with a crazy yeah. scandal. You guys just seemingly did it all and you did it well. You know, that work hard, Thank play you. hard, like great yeah. motto. And mm-hmm. I know it's hard to sum up 20 plus years of a marriage, but I just feel like I wanted that picture of what you guys Yeah, were doing. but no,
1: really, you know, um, we've always had like this fun relationship. It's always humorous. Um, from the very beginning, I had a different nickname every week, depending on who <laughs> caused a ruckus in the news. You know, oh, I uh, love that. you know. So, um, but and we also had a relationship where we were very open about, you know, us doing our own things. Like, if I wanted to go on a girls' trip, it was never like, "Can I go?" It's like, "Hey, you know, I got oh, invited yeah. to this. I'm gonna go." And his only thing would be like, you know, just make sure the kids are taken care of, or yep. you know, who's the and sitter and it out. stuff like yeah. that. And the same thing with him, like, you know, when he wanted to go to all his NASCAR races or golf trips or whatever. His fantasy so football draft fantasy, Yeah, the drafts, <laughs> yes, absolutely. And yes. they went all over. But it, I think that is one of the key ingredients to having a happy marriage is just being, still be able to be yourself. And then we travel with so many people all the time that we had decided when we moved to Wilmington, we weren't gonna join a country club, but we were gonna spend our money traveling and showing our kids the world. And so that was a passion we both shared. And Henry was just easy to be married to. Like, he really, you know, loved his family, loved his job, loved his patients so much. So true. And we loved our community. And so we both got very involved. And I loved being the hostess with the mostest, you know. (laughs) You were so good at it. (laughs) Yeah. And so it it was a great compliment to each other. Yeah, absolutely. But we also had a lot of fun because it was always just... Uh, not always, you know, nobody's life is perfect. So I don't know why I'm painting a picture like it's all, you know, (laughs) a bag of chips. Um, (laughs) But um, it was, you know, I would say 90% of the time it was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) I love that. It's really, it is really important. And I do like having your own lives or bringing them together. I think I I do. Steve and I are really good about that stuff too. And I love the way he is when he comes home. He actually, Mm -hmm. every April, they go to Pinehurst with his guy friends. And it's like, yeah, he's different when he gets i don't know i think he needs that too and i love his stories him catching up with his guy
1: friends he's just you know I yeah think those things
0: are really important oh i
1: don't i tell henry i'm like uh at work they're like oh my god he's so nice his bedside manners are so wonderful i'm like he must leave those at work well, because if I was, say I have a headache, <laughs> he's like, Sheetle, if you didn't take any medicine, you shouldn't complain. Do
0: you know? I think <laughs> so? All these things we're saying about him, Sheetle, I just, I think he was just relatable. He was so smart, but he could relate to his patient. You mm-hmm. know, patients loved him because he, because it's just of, normal, he made, made him a normal guy. You know, he yeah. wasn't just the doctor that came in and started spitting something that they could not mm-hmm. follow at him. So no, and I remember that, you
1: know? I've gotten letters where people will be like, the first thing uh, Dr. Patel would say when he walked in the room is, you know, so Patients say, Oh, hi doctor, blah 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 doctor. He's like, Nope, call me Henry. I Let's think he was maybe strength. one of the first doctors I called by their first name. Yeah, and that was like his thing. And I yes. think it just set the whole tone. And he wouldn't ever start talking about what's wrong with you. It was always Tell Got me about your family. You. Yes. Yeah. Tell me about oh, you. What have you been doing? And he said, from that, yeah. I know. But from that, <laughs> he said he learned so much about the patient's regular day-to-day life, how they eat, what Which they, if they're physically, he put a lot act, of insight you know. into what he needs to get to. Yeah. 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 And um, I think it built a relationship with, you know, his patients. That I mean, there was one patient who came from Florida. You know. Yeah. Every time they wanted a doctor, they came here. Oh, my gosh. That speaks volumes. Jeez. Yeah. And then we had one who was abroad who got sick one time, came here, and then he started flying back to America each year to see Henry. Um, I was just thinking
0: about, not to interrupt you, but I am uh like, did I make this up or is this true? I was thinking about your guys traveling because I love, Uh at that time, again, I was twenty. by, like living by yeah, area. I know, like, you go? Yeah. Did you know What the kids were learning about in school that year—that's where you would take them on their next trip, or did I make that up?
1: No, that was—that has a lot to do with it. Like, and I love that, that and I'm so hoping to
0: do that one day. Yes,
1: it was, and we didn't like rush off to Europe until they had studied a little bit of it. You yes. know, yes, I want to think um, it's so much more meaningful. Yeah, and so, and then the other thing we did, which was. Uh, Henry and I thought it was a cool idea. I don't know about the kids thinking it's a cool idea that <laughs> their spending money was like from $100. So they had to do like a little PowerPoint presentation on the country we're going to go to. Oh. And just, you know, name the flag, the food, the map, I, I, whatever, you know. And so it only had to be like 10 minutes. I um, love this. And they have to tell us about it. And the grade we give them would be their spending money.
0: For the I trip am absolutely
1: stealing and this for so, me now, yes, it was <laughs> awesome. And then, so you know, Drew, of course, did his you know, like a Henry kind of show. Oh, uh, it's you know, whatever, I'm going to tell you about five minutes worth and I don't care if I get a 50, you know? <laughs> And then there's Macy who freaking gives us a quiz afterwards and goes on Word for 20 minutes. Attention, mom <laughs> Oh my God. And we were like, we are docking your pay because this was so long. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. And what their different personalities like, I love. Oh it. yeah, because she'll go above and beyond. And then the quiz did us in. We're like, okay, you oh, are not getting sorry, a nice down <laughs> girl tone it <laughs> yeah. down. That's so cute. Um, <laughs> oh, but oh. yeah. So that was one of our Good ideas. I think that, you know, parents can incorporate. Um, but it was nice because when they like I remember one of them said in Venice how many pigeons there are. And so when we got to the square, they're like, oh my God, it's just like, you know, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Stuff like that. So I love it. it. Mm -hmm. All right.
0: So I don't, you know, really know how to ease my way into this transition. Oh, but can we jump Mm ahead to 2020? Oh, Mm I got a lump in my throat. Mm-hmm. Um can you take me up to
1: like eat like the day, maybe a day or two before, whatever you sure. think is appropriate to so um no problem. And you know, 2020 was pandemic.
0: Yes, we were it, in the middle yeah. of it
1: all, right? Everything was kind of shut down or starting to be. I- <clears throat> and um that spring we had gone skiing uh with like 15 other friends, um, and Henry of course had to have custom-made snow boots for his uh, (laughs) boarding snowboarding because he didn't want to bend down to unstrap himself each time (laughs) so he knew that Shona Martin a colleague of his had some custom-made where they're like ski boots but for a snowboard where you just step on them and you unclip them because you know to get in the in the lift on a board you have to have one foot out on like skis yeah So he gets these new um, snow boots, um, and they're skiing. Macy and I went on her freshman year trip to Mexico from college. Okay. So we met them in Breckenridge. Oh God! And so by the time I got there, they're like, "Oh, Dad hurt himself. He fell." I was like, "Oh my God, what happened?" And you know, he told us he just fell and twisted his ankle, and it was swollen. We're like, "Oh, but with your custom-made boots? (laughs) (laughs) Um, but anyway it was funny because um not only was it broke uh uh it wasn't just sprained it was broken so I don't know he that I had to. That. Yeah, he was in a boot and riding that scooter around at scooter. Warwick. I didn't know this. You're, yeah. right. You're right. And you know, his love for cars, so I have to sneak this in there. Like <laughs> every day he printed up flyers and each day, one day it would be at the Bentley. The next day he would put it as a Ferrari. Like he would tape that to the front of a scooter. This is amazing. Like the logo. Uh, jo- like I got to make a yeah, joke and of myself Aston cruising Martin. through. <laughs> yeah. Like I am going to say when you ask for pictures, I'm like, I got to dig that picture up. Please do. I would like, love that. Yeah. So everybody's like, oh my. Thought, of course, he'd make a joke out of this, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, um, so we had he'd had have surgery, but oh, let me backtrack. So sorry, no, back in again. January, he had a dental implant. I mean, ex- it, 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 he had to have his tooth extracted. Then you gotta wait like three months, right? Um, okay. they'll make the new tooth, you gotta heal, and all this stuff. So, originally, it was going to be in March that he was going to go to. Dr. Mark Austin's office to have the tooth just put back on like the, on the implant, you know? Okay. So it was good, but, but so he had to have surgery for that first and then heal from that before they could do, put it back. Okay. Put it, And it was just a tooth, right? It wasn't like it's a big thing. Um, so that's happened. Like, you know, we wait three months after March. So then it became like July, June, July, by the time he found a day off and we were supposed to go to Iceland that week and it shut down. So Henry's like, I got the day off. I'm going to go to work next week. I'm just going to call and see if they'll fit me in and I'm going to get this implant put back on. Um, And so that fateful day, July 30th is, you know, when we went, he did a couple of procedures. He was joking around. And, you know, and someone told me after the fact, get this, that he kept saying he just felt so weird about going oh that my gosh. day. And he never Schindle. speaks like that. And I only found this out about a year and something because this person who works in the lab contemplated to even ever tell me that. But oh, she I said, and Henry everywhere. never said anything like that. She's like, he didn't care. He go do, you know, yeah. bungee jumping at lunch <laughs> kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And um she said, Yeah, he he just said he just had this weird feeling. Um But, you know, it's whatever, you know, how you push it aside, but everybody does, right? Yeah. And so, um, but anyway, so he came home around noon and, uh, showered, got changed. And so we were driving up there for his appointment and he was supposed to be taken in at one, but, but they kept saying, you know, that they were, they were running behind a little bit. So, and I know doctors are always running late. So, (laughs) um, it was just he and I, and on the way there, we had a beautiful conversation with Macy. On, in the car and she was using bad grammar and henry said like, this is what my money cape fear academy education has taught my so child funny? you know <laughs> and so we had all talked about all right macy be home we'll be home around you know 2 30 we're gonna go on the boat um so the um it, it was about 1 30 and mark austin came out and, you know he thought very highly of henry they uh, mark austin actually worked in the, At the hospital, hospital for many, yeah. many years. So I thought that so they did person. know each other. Oh, they did. That, yeah. They did. And um, Henry is one of those guys that if he knows the person and their work, he doesn't. He's not about, oh, well, I'm not going to leave Wilmington to go to Leland or to this town or that town. You know, he just sure. goes for the person. Um, and so I even I'm like, why are we going all the way to Leland? Why can't we just go to Wilmington? You know, like, <laughs> who does this? Yes. And. He's like, she all. he's a good guy. And, you know, everybody deserves to bring, you know, whatever. Yeah. So um, we went there and they said, I asked, how long is it going to be? And they're like, oh, it could be just like 20 minutes We're we just have to, you know, flick this tooth right back on and yeah. he'll be done. So when we signed in, he had signed, you know, they make you fill the forms. And there was not even a spot for general anesthesia or deep sedation. It was. it was just moderate, right? Okay. So it's like local or moderate. I know Henry had put moderate and signed his name. Um, however, when they took him back there, they decided to knock him out altogether. Um, and gave him general anesthesia and a oh cocktail gosh. of medicines that I can't even remember. And I doubt the listeners would even know. I, yeah. You know, exactly, because I mean the medical people want to know, but um. Anyway, so that was going on in the in, in in the back. Well, you know, 20, 30 minutes went by and I went to the desk and I said, um, hey, um, is my husband about done? And they're like, oh, they got a late start. So I said, okay. You know, and I went and sat down for another like 15 minutes or so. Uh, and I said, are they about done yet? They're like, yeah. man, we already told you once um, they got a late start. Huh. And I thought, God, that was mean. Right. Uh, so I went and sat back down. But this time, I don't know why. I got up in like 10 minutes. And I was like, there is no way.
0: And Did I'm you typically weird at this
1: point, Sheeton. Yes. And that's okay. what I'm saying. I I, yeah. I went back and I said to them, I want to see my husband. Oh my God. And I'm never like except at an airline or something. <laughs> like that bossy. Sure. Um, but something just told me and I said, I want to see my husband now. And that's when some lady came from the back and started telling the other patients who were waiting in the waiting room, like, everybody, please go home. Please go home. We'll call you later to reschedule. And Congrats. nobody told me to go home. And so I just started running towards the door to get in the back and she tried to stop me and I elbowed my way in. Yeah. And there was all this commotion going on in the back. And I was just shouting like, what happened? What happened? And all I kept saying was, Is he breathing? And I don't even know why. Like, that was just what I what? kept saying. Yeah. Is he breathing? Just tell me, is he, is he breathing? Is he breathing? Is he breathing? And one of the ladies came running out of the room and was grabbing. and She's like, Don't worry, we have a crash cart. And I said, Oh my God, what could possibly have happened? Why do you need a crash cart? And then I was shouting and I said, Did anyone call 911? And they said, Yes, we just called 911. They're on their way. And I said, well, where are they? And I said, forget it. I'm calling 911. Oh, my God. And this is, you know, my hands are shaking. I couldn't even dial 911. I messed up like two or three times. Oh. And then I finally got them on the phone, and they said someone had already been dispatched and just, you know, yeah Just stay calm, whatever. And I couldn't. And then the first people to arrive there, um, when I just... You know, with all the commotion and, and them saying that they had called nine one one and they hadn't been there, I just kind of was leaning against the wall and I fell to the floor, like slid down. Yeah, like silly, uh, like slime or something. You know, when you just I mean, slide I down, feel like your body and just couldn't I, process. Yeah. yeah, and I just it's sat on the down. floor and crying and trying to talk and and I um, asked them you know, please, please, or what are they doing? What are they doing? And the cops came first. So then I got up and I started to run towards them because he was in the very last room in that dental so office towards the, the back. you weren't in the room at this point? No, no. Remember okay. it's COVID. So oh, yeah, you had yeah. to sit in the lobby with your mask on and, hmm. it, you know, and even then, unless it was a child or they requested right. it, you couldn't really go in the back with them when they're having a procedure done. Um, So, I wasn't back there. And remember I told you when they started sending other people home is when I tried to run in the back that's and they tried I didn't to stop me at that time. That, yeah. That's that when I ran him. in the back and I elbowed her out of my way cause she wasn't going to let me in, in the yeah. back. Get out of and, my way. Yeah, exactly. And, um, they didn't even have a, like a, a cordless phone in that office. So when something is happening in that last patient room, the woman is having to run back and forth on a, like a phone attached to the wall oh, to answer what the EMS are saying. I don't know why someone <sighs> just didn't use their cell phone or something. Right. Right. But all this time, like Henry's, uh, uh, heart had stopped, his oxygen saturation levels got dangerously low and they, at, you know, this is all stuff we come to find out after the fact, right.
0: right. Yeah. Um,
1: uh, what was going on and, Mark Austin didn't recognize that he had something called PEA, which is a pulseless electrical activity um, that um, they kept bagging him. And so if they had even given him CPR, bagging him was getting some air into him, but not to his brain, just to his lungs. And so he, I think it took the ambulance at like 14 minutes or something to come so at this time henry had no pulse nothing and nobody was doing cpr and and so they said that during this time mark austin tried to intubate him and it went down to his stomach instead of you know the focus and i'm sure i'm messing up these medical notes because it's been a while and i try not to think about it too much of those details but um so he couldn't intubate him. So they just continued to bag him until the EMS got there. So this was 14 minutes. And God knows how much longer before that even,
0: yeah, right? Before you that even he knew had what,
1: nothing right. happening and no oxygen going to his brain. Um, and finally, when the EMS got there, they worked on Henry for 20. He had no pulse, right? For like 20 minutes. They mm-hmm. worked on him for another 23 minutes doing CPR and AD and brought his pulse back, yeah. like so. Just imagine just from if that, they yeah. had just done that; it would have been he would have just lived. Even if he had a little bit of CPR, yeah, uh, just some blood circulating. Or I mean, if the EMS can, after twenty minutes of having no activity, bring him back, You've got him a pulse back. Yeah, yeah, like it. it it's uh, I I I can't imagine Jada like that. No, let's yeah. just. Um, uh, I think, so I'm sorry. all that. No, no, no. But I don't want to like lose my train of thought that, you know, so the EMS, once they, um, got him stable, um, and during all this stuff, I called my mother-in-law and Macy that dad's, you know, this is what happened. And they're like, should we come there? And I said, no, um, meet us at, the hospital and while on our way to the hospital, they didn't let me ride in the ambulance. And Mark Austin did not even go in the ambulance like he should have to tell people what had, what had happened. happened. Yeah, uh, And the policeman took me in his car. And during th- the way there, I had called Henry's partners and said what had happened. I thought he had a heart attack. Um, yeah, sure. And so I called, of course, you know, his cardiology partners, and they said, Don't you worry, we're like waiting outside. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. It. Well, David uh, David Weaver and the whole yeah. team was outside waiting when the EMS oh, people geez. came with the gurney. I mean, it was like what you would see on ER or something, in you know. Right. Um, it was one of their own. And not that it wasn't one of their own, but, you know, just nobody expected such a thing. And like, never, he's never. He's young never, and he's never, healthy. And oh, I nothing's just, wrong with it. I mean, yes. this guy is always smiling in, uh, I mean just and I never ever ever thought we'd go to a dental office and I'd leave a widow. Of course not. Of course 47 not. 47 years old. You know? Yeah. And uh, <sighs> it just even all the stuff afterwards like he didn't come to the office the doctors kept trying to call Mark Austin he wouldn't answer his cell phone or the office Jesus. phone. And at one point it was getting a little bit later and they're still like, we only have what the EMS told us, you know, or what they administered. We don't have all the records and they were getting upset. You know, the cardiology and the neurology folks, they're like, where is he? We need to talk to him because yeah. at this point they're all pissed. you know, um, I, I'm so, Rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. So Bill Buchanan says, he's a cardiologist, Henry's partner. He was in the waiting room with me and four other cardiologists were all with me the whole time. And he said, I'm going to go look for him. And we're like, where are you going to find him? He's like, I don't know, but I'm going to look for him. I can't sit here. I kind of love this. And so he did. He (laughs) got in his truck and he drove to Leland, went to his business. And he goes, I was driving around the parking lot. There he was sitting in his truck on two phones doing whatever, and he, you know, Bill is so kind. He's like, I didn't want to scare him or like honk my horn or whatever. So I walked up very slowly to his truck and I knocked and said, hey man, I need you to come with me. Uh, We need answers and you're not picking up your phone. And he's like, oh, but I just answered trip mine now. And he's like, yeah, well, you haven't picked up the phone in a couple of hours. So you need to come with us Yeah, uh, or with him. And so he brought Austin back to the waiting room, and that's when Mark Austin, Henry's partners, were so bright. Like it was my mother-in-law Macy and I, and five cardiologists in there, and Mark Austin in the waiting room, and they're like, "We want you to tell us everything that happened."
0: Oh and
1: wow. So, and you know, they knew the questions to ask, and um all that. I think I was listening, half listening, because your just body praying. Is in shock. I think there's no way to yeah, process. And just at praying, that time praying, and I do remember. One of the things Mark Austin said was, he's like, yeah, well, they're like, how did you not recognize this? How did this go on for so long? We're all trained to know this. And he said, well, at first we thought the pulse ox, the little thing you put on your finger. Sure. You know, that little snap thing wasn't working. So they're like, he goes, so I sent the off uh, someone from the room to go find another one. It took her like three to five minutes to find one. So the guys were like, well, why didn't you just feel his wrist like normal people? Oh, or why didn't you put the pulse socks on yourself to see if it was working? And mm-hmm. then he says the second one they found wasn't working either. And at this oh, point, th- this is not like happening, right? You're just like, yeah. what? Like, forget the pulse socks. Like, look at your machines. Just look at his him. pulse yeah. with your hands, yeah. you know? And <sighs> Anyway, so this was all the information he was giving to them, and um, it. um, Anyway, but at that time they were doing that hypo. Thermic protocol or something where they cool the body for like, a day. Like the ECMO. No, he didn't have any of that. Okay. They uh, because they got his heart working. Believe it or not, it was okay. It was the, the brain. Because it didn't get oxygen for all that time. So he didn't need any heart stuff. But what they did was they um, just intubated him. And he, he I mean, he never woke up. He had very, uh, they would do the tests all the time. And, yeah. you know, in the final MRI. And so Fidel,
0: does that put that back on on i don't know is this bad at like on you like did you have to decide when they at some point when they said
1: that these uh, tests were yeah yeah and you know i had so much support one my kids plus we already had a living will yeah I, I, I remember henry saying he's like if i can't feed myself um no he goes if i can't dress myself no no sorry okay i'm gonna get it right if i can't <laughs> feed myself think for myself or wipe my own ass, I don't want to live.
0: Sounds (laughs) like like a Henry.
1: (laughs) Isn't that a Henry (laughs) kind of thing? Literally, like (laughs) he told the estate attorney that. um, But he would tell anybody that. He's like, if I don't have my quality of life and if I can't think for myself,
0: I I get where he's coming from. Yeah, Yeah.
1: like, and it, it would be hard for anyone else to live and see who he was to what he would be, right? If we like kept him alive today, what if he never woke up? And who knew if he ever would have, but you know, the the brain activity was so low after the MRI results came back. And so kids and I with his mom and his siblings and bunch of his partners, like, you know, everybody loved him. So I got great feedback and all of our friends from uh, other States had all flown in like without us saying anything i Holy mean there Lord. were doctors swarming like friends <laughs> Yeah. you know uh, that we travel with had flown in from all over from chicago to houston to dallas to uh <sighs> that's i so mean all of them. oh yeah. my goodness and um just just to be there for us and yeah. um and they've never left our side but anyway on the fourth day um, and it was so sad it was my mother-in-law's birthday. Oh, geez. And her favorite son, you know, so it's like yeah, so Extra we emotional. um yeah. at 4.06 p.m. We said our goodbye. And then I started my crusade of making sure no one else goes through this. And even in all the aftermath for months and years, I have gotten more letters, more people made stationery from his drawings. Cause and it was so funny because certain friends whose doctor he was, he's like, she oh, told my mom saved the drawing he did for her. And we know he <laughs> went out of his way because he always, he drew what he was going to do and where this, you know pacemaker was going to be and we're going to give you the original and oh, it was funny because so cool. all the different patients all said the same thing or some sent me the original and they're like we made a copy thinking it was only for them that he did it you know yeah <laughs> yeah um, but uh yeah it, you know from so, bracelets and then two people named their babies after him. Oh my gosh. Yes, Um, (laughs) Dr. Recklow's daughter, Nicole, uh, they had their son August, so Henry passed on August the 3rd, his funeral was August the 7th, and their baby was born like August 22nd or 23rd. And they called me and said, Cheadle, we have a boy, we want to name him Henry, if he turns out to be half the man Henry was. It's what an honor. Would you oh uh, you know would gosh. you be okay with that? Yes. I was crying I'm like oh, of course of course. And then a year later, you probably remember Dennis with Metronic. Do you yeah. remember Dennis? Yeah. They had a baby boy and he and Margaret asked me if they could name their son Henry. That is so After flattering, an Henry. honor. Yeah. I love that. Oh, do you know? Gosh. I
0: remember speaking of your out love and support, and everybody coming in. It was oh. COVID time, so um, Stephen and I actually watched from his office, big conference room TV. We right. watched the funeral, on funeral. Zoom. Mm-hmm. and we were one of the um, few guys. This is how many people could be on Zoom? Sheetle? do you remember this? It, oh. it maxed. It it was it maxed, maxed out. out Not everybody got to it,
1: even watch. Yeah, and then when uh our friends figure that out. They did some other link, but there was, I don't know how many thousands, thousands. people were on it. That is yes. so moving I to me. It, it was, was like ugh. almost 3,000. And that's just of how many could get on. And I said, if we had a real funeral, Can his partners imagine? are like, we're going to have to have it at Legion Stadium or something. <laughs> <laughs> because I would mean, put people yes, there. Um, yes. It was, and, you know, his friends like, took so out a so full beautiful. page ad and, the, and wrote the, the obituary. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, we're not, Henry, you can't sum up his life in a paragraph. <laughs> we're taking out a full page. Oh, so I think some of those things are so full meaningful. Page and, you know, someone named a bourbon after him and sent it out to sea on their yacht for over a year. And it's called Henry's Voyage. And when they opened it, they had a party and invited all of us. Oh, my gosh. So different friends, like, just, I I can't even think of all the stuff. I'm telling you, like, stones, the office made a brick pathway. Everyone uh, designed bricks. And they made this huge pathway. Everybody wrote messages or whatever. There's a stone in the garden area um, at Harbor Island. Uh, the park. I mean, and- you know,
0: that's, I mean, he will not be forgotten. Mm-mm. Like, there will be, I mean, I'm jumping all around here, but I do. I think all the things that people did and uh, still do. And, you know, even when we yeah. walk into the cardiology building, too, yeah. there's His pictures picture are still there. So handy. Yeah. And when I did text you, I said, I really, and I didn't, I'm not just saying that. I think, you know, I really still think about you guys so often. I think, yeah. about, you know, I mean, it's just, he's just one of those people. Can I ask yeah. you too like what inside, if this is too personal we can pass but mm-hmm. what and i know you're still going through it i mean it hasn't you know said august will be 3 years what does that grief process how has that journey looked like I'm glad you for asked you?
1: because i was thinking like i didn't i didn't talk about the hardest part is living without you know um, yeah i think for the first and God must make it this way because that's the only way we survive and um, is that he puts us in a shock like I just kinda, didn't yeah. even know like I couldn't process anything I was doing everything and I remember everything but I don't I I, I, I couldn't even cry if I wanted to wow yeah um, I could not you know, I even yeah. cry if I wanted just to kind like, of dumb night and everybody sat here and you know, I'd get little teary eyed, but I don't think a tear rolled down my eye for weeks. (laughs) Oh And it was just because, and I I talked about it with so many people and they're like, you know, this is, this is just God's way of letting you know that or to help you because it was so hard to like, just cry it out. Yeah. And, um, even my kids, they, I know how strong they were for me and, struggled so much but just
0: wanted to be there for you for me yeah,
1: yeah. and macy didn't go back to college she you know uh, she could have still stayed like in her sorority house uh, with the other girls but no she stayed at home for a whole semester i mean still went to school and yeah. you know at the time everybody could do things online and friends for over i think a year where there uh, not a day went by where i did have one to two invitations Oh, People had done meals for like 60 days. And finally I had to say, guys, no, we you. don't eat this much. <laughs> Even the neighbors are like, stop bringing us food. We don't want anymore. <laughs> um, but it, this community we raised like in three weeks for his foundation, we raised over $100,000, you know, just well, like that. I did that. love that. Like uh, in lieu of flowers and lieu of this, please donate
0: to this. Yeah. His foundation. yeah. And we're still continuing to.
1: Yes. There's and I'm naming there. a waiting room yep. after him. So it's going to be almost oh. done. The second phase is going to be installed here in a few weeks. Um, is this
0: hospital or at the... Yeah, at, at
1: the, the hospital. Oh uh, because it's it, And I did it because I remember the one time Henry was complaining that the EP folks didn't have their own waiting room Yeah, and um, that they'd have to walk to the main, the main waiting room, the cardiology waiting room. And he would tell David Parks at the time, who was the manager of the labs or whatever, that this room is sitting here empty. I need you to let us have this. And he's like, oh no, we may need it for the future. And Henry's like, I'm going to bring in my own lawn chairs and I'm going to put those in this room. <laughs> oh, I love him. So <laughs> us EP guys don't have to go trekking around looking for patient families. And so then I said, after all this happened, and that's the room they put us in, right? They turned yeah. the hospital, put them in as a VIP, which I found out like six months later uh, they gave us a private waiting room, put screens up, coffee and drinks. I mean, every you can imagine the stuff they did for us. Wow. Like it was unbelievable, unbelievable, Do you and.
0: Like, do you remember I know you were saying you didn't, you weren't able to cry right after. Do you remember mm-hmm. the first time, I don't know if it was the day yeah. that you were maybe left alone or with your thoughts, mm-hmm. like the first time you allowed yeah. yourself or your body finally let go. And, and it
1: was, it. and the crying sometimes would be screaming yeah, or it would be just like, you know what, like hysterical or uncontrollable crying.
0: Yeah, uh, I do.
1: And I would just <laughs> sit in the backyard with the dog and just... <sighs> Cry, 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 and then sometimes I'd be mad that you know why does God hate me so much and yeah. you know why did He do this what? to us or why did He take you know all those. things. I think like-
0: that anger is such a big part of the grieving oh, process, and God. then I get and then you and I didn't want to believe anymore somehow. Like, and I don't want to project here, but I think that yeah. anger had to be, and I don't know if you're still probably struggling. that. Oh, I with do, that, and I'm still know?
1: very angry with Mark Austin, yeah. and. I just keep asking, like, why didn't you do CPR? Why didn't you do CPR? And- So many um, things that could have been different, and I think that would be really hard to work through. If he had done his part, or his office had, and then this still happened, I would have been able to accept it maybe a little more. Sure, sure. Um, But no, the grief has been, I don't know, you know, you know, people give you journals and I've gotten dozens of books and it's all great when you read it, but you know, it's still all there. Well,
0: know? that's right. You're it still doesn't going go through away. it. Right? It
1: doesn't, it's it doesn't always go there. Away. It's part of you now and though. Grief, Shito, and that's, yeah. yeah. And it never goes away. We just learn to live with it a little bit, you know, and sure. so many things like I couldn't listen to the radio God forbid oh. one of our songs came on or a song that, you know, we would be like, oh, you know, this yes. Macy'd be like, that's gonna be my wedding song, Dad, when we dance. And oh, you know, just to know that Macy and Henry are so close and Drew and Henry had like their own bond of diving oh, and, fishing, and, and Fishing yes, yes. and boating and snowboarding and and he just I mean, we lost everything. We lost the adventurer, we lost the physician, like something so small as like asking the other people for medical questions <laughs> you know yeah, like absolutely. that's been hard I still it took me two and a half years to even throw his toothbrush out oh gosh I felt and nasty. my sister and they had that, like... to make me empty the closet this Christmas we you know gave away a bunch of stuff and then I stored the rest like and moved it to a different closet that wasn't in our closet but but still there drawer yeah everything is still in the same drawer his office is how it was. And, you know, I, I have, I have no expert. I have no idea.
0: But to me, that has to be on your timeline. Like what there's no, no right or wrong. Has has ever so, said,
1: and for me, I, I, before I couldn't even walk into it. Well, now I can walk and, you know, look for what I need to and come out and not be like. In, you, on the floor. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, and then sometimes, you know, it, it was just a quiet grief. Um, you know, just figuring out in life, like, why, why did this happen? What am I supposed to learn from this? And, um, yeah, like, all the nights, even, you know, when everybody else leaves and you go to sleep with a pillow. Uh, <laughs> uh, and my dog. <laughs> that's, that's really sucks. Or I couldn't look at people in scrubs for the longest time. And, you know, half of my neighbors are all doctors. Oh, right. You're all living that. Yeah, like, right uh, literally, if I saw Dick Moore's truck pull over next door because our, our house is like our kitchen windows face each other our side doors do yeah and I saw him in scrubs I would just run off and go cry
0: <sighs> like
1: green scrubs are so hard for me well I, I um, feel like that's when like, I picture Henry I could put those greens yeah the green scrubs right <laughs> yes yes and then you know just we had I, I just feel like you know like we had so much more living to do.
0: So much more living. And like, yep. you
1: know, the kids, weddings, and now it just felt like, I don't want any of it anymore, you know? And it's so unfair yeah. to the kids. Like, but then I, I mean, I know I'll get better um, well, you're doing the best you the, can. And it's, the, yeah. been,
0: it's not been long, you know, I mean, yeah. it's just going to take time. And mm-hmm. to me, you're still, you are putting one foot in front of the other and you're doing these foundations. And it's, speaking of things oh, and doing, the work
1: we're doing with the, the work, dental board and all that, I mean, so my story has you, gone you sp- national. You spoke times. in front of the dental
0: board and <sighs> several times. Of 2022 yeah. 2022 is I don't, the, a memory that I had just remember following the news story. Yeah. What, what
1: came, 2021 was, was the 20, first time. Okay. And you know, all the news media people started airing it when they heard he had gotten sick, uh, or when this first happened, right at the dental office. And then every day they were reporting updates, and then you know, until the day passed, and after that, all the interviews started uh, as well. Every magazine. Um, so, in this goal, with the Googled dental board the, is to yeah, have a CRN there. Yes, yeah, so I want to say it just right. That
0: okay, please. Our yeah.
1: goal is right now do you know your nail technician needs a license but the people who are assisting to put you to sleep don't need anything they could have a on the job training or they can go to Cape Fear Community College for 6 months and do a training I no license did not for them. Know that but these people can actually serve as the next in command when your doctor is um uh, doing deep sedation or providing general anesthesia. They have no other training. Wow. And so the way the law is written right now is that they just have to have a second medical professional in the room, you know, but okay. well, that could be any of us. Like I, I could be the lady who just draws blood all the time. I'm a medical professional. Oh, I could geez. be a medical drug rep and I'm a medical professional. Um, and so our, our, um goal and my lifetime goal is that if medical doctors cannot perform a procedure and administer anesthesia, general anesthesia at the same time in a hospital, why do dental uh, professionals get to do it in a strip mall? Wow. Or in their own offices that are not even with the hospital. You know, like no other yes. physician, no other specialty can put people to sleep without a CRNA or an anesthesiologist present, except the dental board. And you know why? Because they're so strong and their lobby is like after the gun lobby and one other lobby, they're like the strongest lobby. So what can we do? How can
0: we support this? I don't, so yes. no family oh, yes. has to go through what you went through. Yeah. And, and that's through. been my
1: mission. And Dr. Harper, Rob Harper took it upon himself like the day after Henry's funeral, he filed the first complaint with the dental board and it was because of that. his complaint and all the other, uh, the uh, investigations took place that Mark Austin finally got stripped of his license to never be able to practice, but just in North Carolina because the dental board here only has jurisdiction over our state. So he, so he could go to Myrtle Beach. He could go way, exactly, there, right which there, I wanted yeah. her all the time. Uh, just, you know, I'm sure, I'm and here, I would too. Yeah. I, don't know that he would practice again. I mean, I don't know what it's done to him mentally or whatnot. And you know, I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not to be so mean, uh, you know, I think a horrible person, (laughs) but I really could care less. Um, And like my son says, you know, he took our father. Why do I need to feel sorry for him and his grief? Yeah. No. What about my grief? You know? And that's what the kids say. And, um, so do you know so,
0: what kind of progress you are or where
1: we Yeah, can- yeah. So we have, uh, this is what, going on two years now. So we have taken it as far as we can. We met with the dental board. Then we had a period where everybody could write in,
0: yep, whether you're in support that. or oppose.
1: Yep. It was the most written uh, arguments the board had received in their entire history. Wow. 1,300 pages from people. Uh. Uh, on both sides. That's amazing. But you know how the dental board is. It's so right now the way it works, um, Ashley, is that when you go and let's say you need your wisdom tooth taken out, and they're going to say, "Well, you got to be put under." Well, that's going to be anywhere from six hundred to eleven hundred dollars to put you to sleep for ten minutes or whatever. Uh, and insurance doesn't pay for that, so you pay out of pocket. And our thing is wait, you're already charging these patients this kind of money. So when we say you have to have a CRNA or anesthesiologist, don't be telling patients they can't afford it. You are still charging them. Yeah. An anesthesiologist or someone actually, they would charge you less than that, but they don't want to give up those profits. You know? Absolutely. Because and it if you always make me and, think
0: when I have to do this, like to ask these questions, which oh, please, you we know, I oh please, wouldn't have thought about know.
1: before. You Nobody know? would have. Henry is a, Brilliant doc, nobody ever thought to ask who else Dude, is in the room yep. with you. And when they say, Oh, we have a medical team, who is ever gonna question like who's I'm, I'm team? like, yes. I just think of my mom and dad, or like, you know, some auntie and uncle who aren't in the medical field. Like, who's gonna sit there and ask their doctor in the lobby, like, well, tell me about their training? Right. And, you know, nobody. Because we trust our government and the professionals and their associations to have the right people in place for all emergencies. You
0: Absolutely. know? Absolutely,
1: yeah. Yes. Uh, you, you, that's just like common, common sense. The, that's it, you know, it's, it's a moral thing. Um, and again, anyway, I know when so you're they saying they you're trying to like, to like, like so, what... We are trying to change the law where it is required for any time an oral surgeon or someone wants to put a patient to sleep like deeply. I'm not talking moderate. We're talking deep sedation or general mm-hmm. anesthesia because they give propofol and stuff, which is irreversible. There's nothing you can give once you give it and the patient has problems, you know? Wow. So we're saying you can still give it, but you need to have the professional there. Who knows how to intubate? These oral surgeons are like, oh yeah, we had training, we know how to intubate. They trained in anesthesia for five months during their fellowship, five months. And some of these people have been out of practice for like thirty years. Exactly. And if you don't intubate somebody every day, it's not like a band aid or something. Like you got to the airway.
0: So so, yeah, yeah,
1: and there's panic. And they're working in the mouth. Now you're trying to stick an airway in the mouth. You're trying to monitor everything, and the next uh, qualified person in the room is got Jeez, a Louise. you know few months the degree, and they're there pretty much just to look at the numbers. They can't help you intubate, and so do you know? And they don't put their numbers out, of course. So there's so much hidden in this business that we have discovered that um, the. Oral Society owns their own malpractice company, huh? So yeah, it's called Almsnick, and it's physician owned. And you can only own it if you're a oral surgeon or a dental professional. So they don't release the numbers. Like if if we didn't argue our case the way we did, and said Henry's death, you know, it took over a year and something to get a death certificate because it went all the way to the state of. To determine cause of death, Mm -hmm. a year and a month or so. And the state medical examiner is the one who issued it. And it was, you know, death due to anoxic brain injury caused due to anesthesia in a dental setting. Oh my that's gosh. exactly how the cause of death is written. And we wanted it written just like that. Absolutely. We wanted a couple more things written in there, well, but
0: you know, you already the, know more than the, had you not had your no with all from being married to a physician? Like, mm-hmm. I just think this could have been something that got swept under and then oh, that's what I'm going to go through. It, like
1: that's exactly, know? they would have just said he had a heart attack <sighs> and that's how he died. Like, See there's no, no reporting no, no. and there's no monitoring or controlling or anyone looking at these offices to see if they're up to date nothing. And so wow. these are just the small changes we're asking them to make, but of course they didn't. And then there was an the appeal so we went through that again they didn't do it. So now Michael Lee our state senator is going to propose a bill okay because that's our next step uh and then put it out to the legislators you know what you though i have so, no doubts that somehow someone you you're gonna you know you're not gonna give up you'll keep fighting and mm-hmm. pushing and-, and that's why i do these interviews and all that even if it's hard because i'm like i just want people to know to please more ask, know. ask ask anytime you go to any office but especially a dental office and they're gonna even if you mark moderate or local sedation just ask is there an anesthesiologist or a CRNA present? And if they say no, you have a choice and they will send you to someone else because there are lots of doctor's offices now are, are hiring them, especially after things this
0: case. This is really important. I really I appreciate you sharing that because I, I think you might not even please. know that you've saved someone, changed yeah.
1: somebody else's path, you know? and That's like, if, if you air one thing, please make sure you air that part, that- um, absolutely just ask ask don't trust don't think it's going to hurt anyone's feelings who cares well,
0: yeah, you know all and if they might. are
1: then you need to just ask and if they say no yeah. don't put your child there Go one somewhere person else. At, at least one person dies every 4 weeks from an anesthesia death in a dental office and every, those numbers what? those numbers are like 10 years old see every they have no reporting Yeah. Yeah. It's probably more only because those numbers were like about seven, eight years ago. And then they withdrew them because they don't, there's like, you know, with the American heart and all these other agencies, you have to report. I mean, they're so strict about the reporting of what type of cardiac injury, you know, like you could look up all kinds of stuff. In their sure. business, you don't have to because it's not required.
0: Wow. Wow. So, I have learned so much from this. Yeah. Oh, Emily. What it's
1: about amazing. Henry's Foundation? Will you just tell me about that briefly yeah. too and what your, so, your mission there is? Yes. Yeah, so we started Henry's Foundation uh, based on the three pillars that he lived his life by or taught us to live ours by. And it was um, the three things were, you know, patient care, education. And then Henry loved doing random acts of kindness. Like he paid a patient's mortgage for four months. I never knew until I got a car, uh, until one of his physician's partners said, This patient is in here and just told me Henry paid his mortgage for four months. You should see the hairs on my arm right now. Like that. Yeah. I didn't know Henry. That's amazing. uh, And then the other story I found out like I was moving our kid to college and we had a storage room full of furniture. So, Henry's good friend Alan Middleton went up there that you know hired a truck a mover <laughs> went there and he's like uh, Sonny this is empty and I'm like you're in the wrong unit now he's like think about it why would your key open another unit and I was like oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know because and he's like it's empty and then I said going through all these cards I remember one of the cards saying Dr. Patel thank you for the money the clothes and the furniture and I just read it and like I'm like, maybe the office went in on something and got them a crib or something. I don't yeah. know. Uh, and then I told Alan, I said, oh, my God, I remember reading a card. He must have given, like, it was a whole living room set, coffee tables, and uh, uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Like the big middle table, three Cable. sofas. Uh, this is amazing. Yeah. And like, he never even decided to mention it. <laughs>
0: <You know? laughs> like, hey, hun, little heads up yeah. <laughs> or storage units clean out. Yeah. yeah. Was with, um, but he Derek would give Wilson.
1: $100 bills all the time. Yeah. I and know went, Derek.
0: Yeah. Of course you do. We went to we saw at the um, Steeler Panther game just in yes. December. And he, uh-huh. we of course always have our little Henry reminisce. Uh-huh. He had shared with me that Henry had helped him get his business started when he mm-hmm. left to go to Myrtle Beach. Just out of the blue, he was kind of just kind of running it by Henry and Henry had, and you had both. Offered, to have,
1: you know, and yeah, it, like, Henry lent like, him
0: money. Yeah, that's so mm-hmm. kind. Like he believed yeah. in him, and he I did like what Derek needed was just that belief mm-hmm. and push to get him started. And
1: exactly, you know, and
0: what a good guy Derek is too.
1: Shout out Derek. Yeah, also, yeah. Buddy. Oh, he does. <laughs> I love them. Oh, I'm so happy for him man. and Cammy.
0: And well, yeah. I really, um, I think this is such a powerful message. I love that the that you've got the foundation, we've got the questions to ask, and the legislation in motion. You know, I just mm-hmm. think you are trying to do the best you can with the hand that you've now been dealt, you know, and, mm-hmm. oh,
1: gosh, and just show our kids. And you know, I get girls who, like my friend's daughters, like Miss Patel, you have taught us resistance and resilience, oh. uh, not resistance, resilience and how to still live. Yeah. Like he wants us to, and I do. I have lived in the past for two years now. I still act like he's coming home from a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you keep waiting and nobody comes through the door. Um, and my saddest part was he had ordered a custom made Lamborghini and it came a month after he passed oh, away. come on. No. Yeah. Do you still have this car? Do you No, no. Okay. It was, <laughs> uh, I wanted to keep it. And then his friends got involved and said, are you crazy? crazy. That yeah. The taxes are twenty something thousand a year on it. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's like, and your son definitely doesn't deserve to drive it. So what are you going to do? Store it, and it loses yes, a third I of want its this value. I, that's what I said. I'm like, yeah. they're like, we'll find you another memory. Then we would kill us if we let you keep that car. You know what? I
0: appreciate. And his buddies probably new too. You know some of these things that he would, you know, not want oh, you to have. Want you to oh, have. Oh, absolutely.
1: Things, and you know? I could hear like. I could still hear Henry be like, you did what?
0: Like, Are you a moron? Like, what? Goodness. I I just really, really appreciate you doing this with me. I appreciate you getting that message out there. I can't imagine it's easy, but
1: I do think you
0: talking about it really is going to make such a difference.
1: Well, that's the goal is, you know, if we can save one life, I swear in my lifetime, (sighs) that'll be... That'll be enough, you know? Absolutely. But people will just ask, and then we can force them to make the change if people just stop letting them work on us or our kids and pocket all this money.
0: So, if anyone is listening today and wants to donate to the foundation, yes. or if there's anything, you know, is there anywhere we can yeah. send them
1: to be involved?
0: Yes. If you
1: go to the Novant uh, Health uh, website and under the foundation, you'll have to click down and it'll say the Henry Patel Ninja Foundation because that was his nickname, remember? Yes. (laughs) Um, And uh, you just fill it out right there. Wonderful. Or they can um, email me or, you know, and I can send you a link if, you know, if anybody needs it. But that would be so generous and so kind. And we do it because it's for educating other people too uh, who may not have the funds or who have the funds. But he, Henry always sponsored people to get, more education, more education, or he would teach so much. So part of th- a third of that money is for just people who want to better themselves. I love that. So PA, like Megan is using it uh to go to a conference to learn something new. Oh, I texted her this and, morning to tell her you were coming on. I'm oh, gonna see her I tonight, her. actually.
0: You are I love her, I sure oh, am. Yes, that's um, awesome. I love her and Glenn. Like well, listen, I would love to do lunch or something. We'll yes. catch up, but I cannot thank you enough, Sheetle. This has been amazing. Very well spoken. I think we're making such a difference. So thank you. Thank you.
1: Thank you for the opportunity, Ashley. I told my kids and they're like, oh my God, Miss Ashley. Miss Ashley. Like, yes. I remember I was like, guys, don't call me that. I'm too young. But they were just so polite. But that's kidding. their politeness. <laughs> they
0: have to. Yeah. I know. Uh, guys, but, thank you yeah. for continuing to listen to my podcast. You guys can catch me weekly on Spotify at Bright Minds with Ashmon. Sheetle, it's been real. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, sweetheart. You thank then. you. Bye uh-huh.
1: y'all. I'm proud of you, Ashley. Thank you so much. Thanks for saying that. Okay. Bye. Of course. Bye.
0: Right